Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to the show for Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Another day, another show. Another good morning to you. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, plus random facts, and your worldwide news roundup from around the country and around the globe. Plus, next hour, we're going to tell you the seven less crimes that are committed once daylight savings time kicks in and there is more light outside. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a Jamaican weed smuggler man and Caught Doing Good features an Arkansas teacher that went viral. All that and more is coming up today on the show. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And we are headed to a high of 52 today. Going to be sunny out there, and we are looking at clear and 34 tonight. Sunny and 62 tomorrow. Rain in the forecast on Thursday, high 63. Rain in the morning on Friday, then sunny and a high of 42. Celebrity birthday now. Celebrity birthdays. Simone Biles, Olympic gold medal gymnast, is 26. Ansel Elgort is 29. That's Caleb in the Divergent series. Stephen Curry is 35, the NBA All-Star and Golden State Warriors point guard. And I was watching the game the other night with my son. They were playing the Bucks. They went into overtime. And I tell you what, Steph Curry is hes just an incredible shooter. You just, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like a work of art. Uh, Sasha Gray, 35. She had a major role as herself on Entourage. Okay, and uh, Jamie Bell, that's Abraham Woodhull in AMC's Turn, Washington's Stripes. That is an excellent series. Excellent series, Turn. Uh, uh, he's 37. Taylor Hansen, mm, 40 today. Chris Klein, Oz in the American Pie movies, 44. Corey Stoll, who plays Peter Russo in House of Cards, is 47. Daniel Gillies, who's Elijah on the originals, is 47. Grace Park, who plays Catherine Kim on A Million Little Things, is 49. Christian Bush is uh, from the band Sugarland, is 53. Penny Johnson Gerald who is Captain Gates on Castle, is 63. Tamara Tooney is 64. She's the coroner on Law & Order SVU. Rick Dees is 73. I've met Rick Dees. Yeah, you know. Legendary DJ. Billy Crystal 
is 75 today. Quincy Jones is 90. Michael Kane is 90 as well. I did have to make sure that those guys were still alive. Yeah. Because I don't want to commit, as Robert sometimes, who, who texts sometimes, says, dead celebrity birthdays. Uh, today's National Pie Day because it is 316. No, 314. Whoa, wozers. Maybe I was thinking of John 316. I don't know. But it's National Pie Day, 3.14. Get it? 314, March 14th. Anyway, you get it. St. Patrick's Day is three days away. April Fool's Day, 18 days away. Let's see. Okay. The uh, FBI began its 10 most wanted list on this date in 1950. On this date, 1968, all seasons, all three seasons of greatness of Batman uh, were airing. They aired the final episode of Batman starring the one true Batman, Adam West. That's according to this list I'm reading. Uh, Burt Reynolds was Cosmopolitan Magazine's first nude male centerfold. Wow, I did not, I don't want to know that. Did not want to read that. That happened in 1972. Monty Python and the Holy Grail premiered in 1975. Yeah, sometimes you just get going and just read. This is like a teleprompter on uh, Anchorman. That's scary. I'm sure sure the boss loves hearing that. Uh, The Soul Train Awards, the fourth Soul Train Awards were in 1990 on this date. Janet Jackson won the best music video for Rhythm Nation. Uh, the song Informer by Snow was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart on this date in 1993. Goo Goo Dolls released their breakthrough album, A Boy Named Goo, in 1995. Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith was number one on the Hot 100 charts on this date in 1998. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, you want to know what happened two years ago? Megan the Stallion won the Best New Artist at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards. Now you know all you need to know. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway, come stay right on the golf course and steps away from the Back 40 mountain bike trail. This two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse sleeps up to eight people comfortably. And you can book your stay now at teesandtrails.com. It is golf weather, mountain bike weather. Oh, it's here. Teesandtrails.com. Like golf tees, T-E-E-S and trails.com. Your first random fact, the sound of E.T. walking was made by someone squishing her hands in jelly. That sounds pretty gross. Uh, Did you know that with appropriate treatment, it's possible to overcome claustrophobia or any other phobia, even arachnophobia? Be careful. (laughs) What about germophobia? Uh, Be careful while using your mobile phone. You have potentially have 18 times more bacteria than toilet handles. And you're putting that to your face. I am too. I, you know, didn't mean to single you out there. It takes approximately 12 hours for food to entirely digest. Did you know that? The average woman or anyone who uses lipstick consumes six pounds of it in their lifetime. Six pounds of lipstick in their lifetime. And your final random fact. Porcupines can float in water. Those are your random facts. Good morning.
And we are headed to a high of 52 today under sunny skies, clear in 34 tonight, sunny and 62, rain in the forecast Thursday with a high of 63, and rain Friday morning, otherwise mostly sunny, Friday's high expected to be 42. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world, the FDIC is planning a second attempt at auctioning off Silicon Valley Bank. The regulator couldn't find a buyer for the failed bank on Sunday. Officials told Senate Republicans they have more flexibility after declaring its failure a threat to the financial system. According to people familiar with the briefing and notes on the discussion reviewed by the Wall Street Journal, the FDIC seized Silicon Valley Bank on Friday and Signature Bank on Sunday after runs on both banks. President Biden assured the public that the U.S. banking system is safe. I've heard reports that are to the contrary of this particular article that say that Uh, They actually rejected a few buyers. Uh, Maybe that's what they're saying. They can't find a buyer. They do have people that want to buy it. They're just being selective. That's probably a very generous adjective to use or verb. I don't know. Anyway, what's next? The fallout could prompt a change in startups and venture investors' financial practices and scrutiny of auditor KPMG. Yeah, because KPMG just audited SVB and signature and gave them clean bills of health just weeks before they collapsed. Yeah, it's really, really odd. Circumstances have also shaken confidence at startups across Asia, across Asia, because of the role that the U.S. money plays in global tech financing. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Uh, U.S. stocks mixed yesterday as investors tried to predict what the banking crisis would mean for the Fed's interest rate policy. The S&P 500 was down 0.2%, the Dow at 0.3%. And the tech-heavy tech-heavy Nasdaq at 0.4 percent. I expected I expected much worse. The situation could put the Fed in the uncomfortable position of choosing whether to prioritize fighting inflation or resolving the financial stability trauma. Do they keep rates flat? Do they raise rates or do they reduce rates? The central bank meets March 21st and 22nd. Meanwhile, the the crisis powered a historic bond rally and rout in the U.S. regional bank stocks. A lot of stocks had to be halted yesterday because of the falling value. Today, you would think that there would be some, you know, some calm after sort of the knee jerk yesterday. Maybe not. Your next headline, Xi Jinping plans to speak with Ukrainian President Zelensky for the first time since the Russian invasion. It's likely, uh, it'll likely be after the Chinese leader visits Moscow next week to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin. That's according to people familiar with the matter. Beijing is trying to more actively facilitate an end to the war as Kiev and Moscow prep for a decisive spring campaign after a bloody winter. China wants to become a global power broker after last week brokering a pact between Saudi Arabia and Iran and believes its model of international relations based on commercial ties rather than military might is an alternative to America's. Now that is very 
interesting. Finally, the Willow Oil Drilling Project got a thumbs up for the Biden administration yesterday. Environmentalists and many Democrats opposed to ConocoPhillips' $7 billion proposal to drill in Alaska's National Petroleum Reserve. The company expects the project will produce about 180,000 barrels of oil a day at the peak, which is equivalent to about 80, I'm sorry, to about 40% of Alaska's current crude production. Separately, Biden and British and Australian prime ministers announced that Oz is acquiring nuclear-powered submarines, the now cemented decades-long plan which requires billions of dollars of new investment in all three countries' defense industries is an effort to counter China's rising power in the Indo-Pacific. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And we are headed to a high of 52 today under sunny skies. Clear and 34 tonight, sunny and 62 tomorrow and Thursday, looking like rain with a high of 63. Some rain early on Friday, then otherwise sunny and 42. Seven crimes that are less common during daylight savings time. Springing forward means we're in daylight savings time now, but the sun sets an hour later, right? That's what it's all about. That's the whole point, isn't it? One nice side effect is that it's less crime, more light equals less crime. A study a few years ago found that crime rates dropped 7% uh, during daylight saving time. A home security system company just looked at the property crime rates, specifically between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. Here's a few crimes that tend to be less common when the sun sets later in the day. Robberies and muggings. Yeah, because people aren't out and about as much later. But during this time would be a time when more people are out and it's uh, dark there could be more robin, robbings and muggings, but now that it's light, not so much. Stolen cars go down. Theft of car parts like catalytic converters, yeah. It's hard to do that in broad daylight. Of course, plenty of people around here do it. Thefts from buildings, property damage. It's hard to spray paint a wall at 5 p.m. when it's broad daylight. And property, I'm sorry, property damage, breaking into cars to seal stuff, and shoplifting. Interesting that shoplifting would change. It's interesting the psychology that goes into what people believe they can get away with in the dark because they think no one can see them. But let me tell you, God is always watching. Uh, That's from a survey from Vivint. Uh, So be diligent and let there be light because there will be less crime. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you've heard that uh, cannabis and Jamaica are somewhat aligned. Yeah, it's not... Uncommon to know that the Jamaican culture and cannabis are not one and the same, but they do have a lot of connection to one another, right? Well, it's not a legal drug in Jamaica, surprisingly. This person found out the hard way. A 37-year-old woman was busted a couple weeks ago after trying to bring about 20 ounces of weed into Jamaica. And when she was caught, she told the customs officer she wanted to show her Jamaican friends that there's better weed in the United States. The woman was from New York, had a license to have marijuana for medical purposes, but of course, she didn't have permission to have it in Jamaica and sure didn't have permission to bring 20 pounds to another country. Uh Uh-huh. Not very smart. Last week, a court ordered her to pay a fine of $30,000 or do 30 days in jail for importing the drug, which, to me, she's getting off a little easy by only 30 days. It's unclear which she chose or if she's able to appeal, but either way, according to the Jamaican Observer, that is stranger than fiction. Good morning. 
And this hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this story is from Bentonville, Arkansas, a viral story of a student at R.E. Baker Elementary dressing up like her teacher for Superhero Day. Her name's Caroline Carlson. She knew exactly which special person she wanted to dress up as for her school's Superhero Day. It was all part of a literacy program and a book that they were reading called Almost Super. Each day had a different theme, and the last day was dress up like your superhero. But Caroline didn't want to dress up like Wonder Woman or Supergirl. The eight-year-old says, I wanted to dress up like my superhero, my teacher, which was Jamie Day, who was blown away that her own student thought that she was her superhero. Fantastic story out there. Way to go, Jamie Day, for being a great teacher, and Caroline for making your teacher's day and valuing her input into your life. Doesn't that make you feel good? You got a story out there like that? Well, email it to show at ikewingate.com. Well, have you ever thought to yourself, I think people are becoming dumber? Yeah, IQ tends to go up from generation to generation, something called the Flynn Effect. But it seems like people are getting dumber all the time. Maybe we really are actually getting dumber. That's a new study that found America's collective IQ may have dropped for the first time in almost a century. Yeah, on average, we go up three points per decade from generation to generation, the Flynn Effect like we were talking about. But a study at Northwestern and the University of Oregon found the trend may have stalled out since 2006 or maybe even reversed. Huh. I tell you what, the cell phone became very handy, smartphone-ish, right around that time, did it not? The biggest change that they saw was in kids. But they found a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults. That includes being worse at problem-solving, math skills, and verbal reasoning. Oh, man. They did not look at what's causing it, but suggested it might have to do with our education system. That said, it's not just happening here. Separate studies have found IQs might be dropping globally. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's the screens. It's got to be. It's got to be. I'm not a doctor, though. Other theories for what's behind it include more pollution. Come on. Changes in our diet. Eh, maybe. Or our new obsession with phones and social media. Can I get a witness? That's according to fizz.org and the New York Post. Good morning. Your headlines. Tyson Foods announced it will be closing one of its plants in Arkansas. Yesterday, the Springdale-based food production company said it will close its Van Buren plant this spring. Quote, after careful consideration, we've made the difficult decision to close our Van Buren plant effective May 12, 2023, and shift demand to other Tyson food facilities. While the decision was not easy, it reflects our broader strategy to strengthen our poultry business by optimizing operations and utilizing the full available capacity at each plant, according to a Tyson Foods statement. It also added that team members remain Tyson's top priority and that it will work with employees affected by the closure to help ensure they have the option to apply for open positions and relocation assistance where uh, where applicable to other Tyson Foods 
facilities. And the Arkansas Senate yesterday handily approved a bill that would restrict transgender people from using the bathroom of their choice at public schools. In a party-line vote, the Senate voted 29-6 to send House Bill 1165 by State Representative Mary Bentley to the House to consider concurring with a Senate amendment to the bill. Uh, HB 1156 would require public schools and open enrollment public charter schools to prohibit people from using a multiple occupancy restroom that does not correspond with the sex listed on their birth certificate. The bill would also apply to places at schools where people may be in various stages of undress around others, including locker rooms, changing rooms, and shower rooms. And finally, the Lincoln Consolidated School District voted unanimously yesterday to move to a four-day school week. The change would start next year and would add about an hour and 20 minutes to each school day. The high school principal, Stan Carver, says he's looking forward to it. The district says they're trying to combat teacher shortages and the schedule would allow for more time at home for teachers and students. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And we are headed to a high of 52 today under sunny skies, clear and 34 tonight and sunny and 62. A random story here from a Canadian man. He says that the app in his phone helped him to unlock and start another person's Tesla that was parked near him. He wasn't trying to do it. It happened accidentally. It caused him to accidentally drive away in someone else's vehicle. Come on. Yes, I love technology until it causes me to commit a felon. Here's Rahesh Randev explaining what happened. I start driving it. I noticed there was crack on the windshield. And then I called my wife. What happened to the windshield? Next message was, you are driving the wrong Tesla car. I think there was two Tesla cars which are parked side by side. And because I was in a hurry, I jumped into somebody's car. I was surprised how I was able to drive somebody else's car. That is a hilarious story and uh, makes a lot of questions come to mind. Come on, Elon, help us not steal other people's cars. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.